Welcome to the Warrior Project Podcast. My name is Emmeline. I'm a strength coach, growth and development consultant, and a spiritual mentor. And I'm Katie. I'm a nurse, wellness junkie, and bestie to Em. Katie and I are pretty much here to teach you what society doesn't, and that is that everything is connected. So get comfortable, buckle up, and get ready to have your mind expanded. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back. Katie and I are here today on a very dreary afternoon in mm-hmm. Perth. The weather is miserable. miserable. It's not the best, but it's actually an okay day to podcast. Like, Yeah, it is. It's a good podcasting it's a good, day. It's a great podcasting day because what else are we going to do yeah, with our lives today? Stay inside. Yeah, not much. So today I want to have a chat to everyone about overcoming adversity and acknowledgement of self and the reason I want to talk about this in particular today is because as per usual all the podcasts tend to be based on themes that I've identified or experienced within my work whether it's with one-on-one clients or with corporate workshops whatever the theme is uh, usually there are things that come up that I say to Katie I really want to discuss this because it's fresh and it's relevant So I had a conversation with a young male client of mine yesterday and he's been with me probably for, I would say, coming up to nine months. And when he first came to see me, he was 17 and his mental health was quite bad. He was quite depressed. He had a history of, you know, different psychologists that he'd seen, history of suicidal ideations, wasn't improving wasn't focusing at school, had no direction, very low moods, very, very hard to extract information out of. And fast forward nine months of him seeing me once a week and he has graduated high school and he is working full time, earning pretty good money for an 18-year-old. He's also engaging in a hobby outside of work. He is training at the gym and seeing me once a week. And he's opened up to me quite a lot and we have quite a lot of open discussions now. And yesterday, he's probably going to listen to this and laugh, but I choked back tears yesterday (laughs) and and swallowed emotion when we had this conversation yesterday because I didn't want him to see me get overly emotional. Did he know you were, like, quite emotional? Uh, Do you think he sensed it? Maybe because I kind of just looked at him and paused and didn't really (laughs) say much. I just paused for an extended amount of time just saying to myself, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. But we were having a discussion yesterday and we we talk – almost like colleagues. He is very emotionally intelligent. His level of self-awareness is quite vast Mm -hmm. now, so we can have quite open, vulnerable conversations. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about just mental health and things in general. And then he just said to me, you know, Emmeline, this time last year, I didn't even think that I would be here today. Didn't even think that I would. He He pretty much said I thought I would have been dead by now. And I just looked at him. And he said, you know, I was driving to work one day this week and I was just thinking about who I am today, where I am now, what I'm doing. And he said, I thought to myself, there is no one else on this earth that I would rather be right now than me. And my whole body, I just got goosebumps and I just almost teared up and I just thought, fuck me. 
that is such a profound, significant thing to say. Yeah, huge change. Yeah, and he said to me, yeah, like I had to pat myself on the back this week and just say like, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. like look at you, like look at what you're doing. You've got some direction. You're moving towards your goals and you're doing things that are pushing you in that direction. And he said, yeah, like I just sort of patted myself on the back this week. And I said to him, that's really fucking good that you have acknowledged your growth, you've acknowledged your progress and you are – the way that he spoke was quite eloquent and humble and he wasn't arrogant, he wasn't blowing his own horn, it was more so a a humble acknowledgement of his growth Mm -hmm. in a way that was – articulated just really maturely um really humbly and I just thought fuck not enough people do this Mm -hmm. and I said to Katie you know it's very very important I feel for personal growth and personal development for individuals to acknowledge how far they've come and I said to Katie so often we are conditioned to acknowledge and focus on mistakes everyone's more than happy to you know put themselves down over their mistakes or remember their pitfalls and you know people are more than happy to remind you of oh remember that time you fucked up here or remember that time when you did that and fucked up and you know I said to Katie there is not enough of us that are actually acknowledging our growth and our progress in a way that is humble, genuine and authentic purely for the sole purpose of enhancing our Mm -hmm. self-worth. And I feel that with me personally and Katie actually, I'll get Katie to jump in in a second, Katie brought up a really interesting point about Australian culture and the way that self-acknowledgement is viewed. I'll get Katie, to elaborate on that, she came up with a really good point. But I feel for me personally, a really big part of the reason that I am as solid as I am today is because I am very aware of my worth. I am very aware of what I am worth as a woman, as a human, professionally, personally. And that's because I quite often look back on where I have come from. I don't ever look behind me to feel sorry for myself or to remind myself of my fuck-ups. I look back to acknowledge, holy shit, you know, this time five years ago I was suicidal, I was bulimic, I was, you know, on and off drugs, I was overtraining, under-eating, depressed, anxious, and I look at myself now and I'm like, holy shit, I can't even remember the last time that I had a bulimic tendency. I can't even remember the last time I had a suicidal thought. I can't even really remember the last time that I held, that I had a low vibration thought. Mm-hmm. And I think to, like quite often I will physically pat myself on the back and I don't feel embarrassed or ashamed to do that because I think I have literally gone from suicidal to CEO of my own fucking life and now I'm teaching other people how to do the same thing. And I'm not saying that everyone's journey is like mine in the sense that, you know, they've come from rock bottom and they're now where I am. But even just, you know, small things, like I have people in my life who I know that, 
in their past, they made some pretty significant mistakes. But I look at who they are today and I think you are such a solid person now. You're very clear on where you want to go and you're really taking your goals seriously. And to me, that is a massive step forward. Um, But Katie mentioned something about the Australian culture and our inability to acknowledge what was it you said yeah I feel like Australians really um don't I think it's viewed as arrogant when you do like pat yourself on the back and there's a Mm. bit of like you if you see someone who's got a bit of tall poppy syndrome it's kind of like I've got to bring them down a peg or two do you know Mm. what I mean we Mm. don't um yeah we we don't acknowledge their successes and we just sort of try and bring them back down Mm. to our level because I think it's seen as it's seen as arrogance. Yep. It's seen as them thinking they're better than everyone else when really that's not what it is. I think we should be patting ourselves on the back for the small wins, for the big wins. Yeah. You don't have to do that publicly. You don't have mm-hmm. to announce it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you acknowledge it to yourself, that can have a huge impact on your mental wellness and your overall self-esteem. Yeah. We've spoken about it before, like, you know, before when I started running, you know, I pat myself mm, on mm. the back just for even getting up and going yes. at 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Yeah. So you do, you have to acknowledge the small wins. Yeah. And I think that I'm not sure. See, what I've noticed, though, is when I have been quite expressive with acknowledging and validating my growth, the people that acknowledge and validate it with me are people that are quite secure within themselves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've noticed the people that try and really bring me down are the ones that feel insecure and that they are not worthy. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. So quite often, you know, I, I will admit there is a subtle line between humbly acknowledging yourself and also arrogance. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be, you know, overly boastful and arrogant, mm-hmm. but you want to humbly acknowledge where you've come from. However, if you do notice that you are, you know, humbly acknowledging your growth or your development or where you've come from and someone is really trying to bring you down or they kind of brush it off, that's a reflection of them, yeah. not of you. Yeah. So it's more so that they are insecure or potentially don't feel worthy to be in your space whilst you're mm-hmm. self-validating. And I have noticed that personally with myself that the people that I notice that brush me off or don't share it with me, it's because they're very insecure about their yeah. own position. Yeah, that's a really good point. So I feel as though the detriments of not acknowledging your growth and not acknowledging your progress and your development are quite significant. And I think one of the things that I notice about others and what I used to notice about myself is when you fail to acknowledge your wins and your progress, it's almost as if you are missing out on an opportunity to motivate yourself to grow more. Mm. So if you are validating and acknowledging positive behavior, it's like positive reinforcement for yourself, right? So if you're not giving yourself positive reinforcement or acknowledgement, what is pushing you to Mm. keep doing it? What's pushing you to move forward? And I feel like if you're not consciously celebrating your successes then you're choosing the default which is to just focus on all the shit you fucked up yes yes Mm -hmm. and that also ties into I think 
I mentioned this in the Mental Resilience podcast, what are you focusing on? Mm. Mentally resilient people are very consciously aware of what they're focusing on. If you are constantly focusing on your mistakes, your pitfalls, your failures, that's the sort of vibration and energy you're going to cultivate. And it will be very hard for you to grow out of that. Whereas someone like me, it is so fucking hard for people to bring me down. Yeah. It is so hard because my focus is on winning. My focus is on growth. My focus is on progress. And they'll, they might kill me, but you know what? I'm very raw. I'm unfiltered. But there is a particular professional situation happening in my world at the moment. And God bless my dad and my partner. I love them to bits and they are very big cheerleaders and supporters and fans of mine and they love me unconditionally and, you know, bless them. They always are mindful of keeping me grounded, which I appreciate. However, there is a particular situation where they have both said to me, look, Emmeline, there's a potential that you won't attain a particular outcome that you're wanting. And I understand them expressing that and I understand them, you know, wanting to keep me grounded and level-headed because they are wanting to prevent me from feeling disappointment Mm -hmm. and I love them for that. However, my response to them was, thank you, you're entitled to your opinion. However, fuck you, (laughs) I love you, but fuck you, I will win. Mm-hmm. I will get this because that's my focus. My focus is on I know what I want and I know that I'm worthy and I know that I'm good enough to get it, even though it might be nothing short of a miracle that I do get it because I am the complete opposite of what this particular situation might expect in the professional realm Um and I am very against the grain in this particular situation. However, their opinion, yeah, it's warranted and respected, but I just did not let it impact me because I am too focused on overcoming. I am too focused on growth. I'm too focused on positive experience. I'm too focused on development. And even if I don't receive the desired outcome, I'm going to make it a positive experience and I'm going to pat myself on the back for getting as far as what I already have with it. Exactly, because look at all the little wins you've already had along the way. Leading up to it. Okay, like we might not yet have got the outcome, outcome, but like you've had all these little wins along the way. That's right. Yeah. And I'm just, that is my focus. And I think when you get to that point where your level of self-acknowledgement and self-validation is so unwavering and is unshakable and no matter what, you are focused on growth and development and everything being feedback and not failure, it will be very, very hard for people to bring you down. And I think that sort of ties into as well some examples of acknowledging small wins. Mm-hmm. So an example could be physically patting yourself on the back. Yeah, not not just like metaphorically. Yeah, like, like physically. Yeah. Like <laughs> Katie and I pat ourselves on the back in the literal sense yes. frequently. <laughs> um, another example could be so this particular professional outcome that I referred to, 
I haven't reached the desired outcome yet, but I managed to, you know, step up two little steps and Josh bought me a bunch of flowers and took me out for dinner. And that was purely just to celebrate the fact that I have made it as far as what I have. Yeah. And that it's really fucking cool that I've made it as far as what I have. So little things like that, like taking yourself out for a little meal to celebrate just a step that you've taken in the direction that you want to mm-hmm. go in. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I do? I verbally will say to someone who I love and trust, oh, my God, I'm so proud of myself for attaining X, Y, and Z this week. Like mm-hmm. I'm so impressed with myself. Mm-hmm. And even another example is to be very mindful and take control of your internal dialogue. So if there's something really small that I've done or that I've remembered to do in my head, I'll say, fuck yeah, Emily, <laughs> fuck yeah, girl. Like me taking, like, the chicken out to defrost, like, the night before. Fuck yeah, Caitlin. Fuck yeah, Caitlin, you remember. We're not getting Uber Eats tomorrow night. Yeah, see, just <laughs> things like that because that's just really subtle, small, positive reinforcement. But when you continuously talk to yourself like that, it's really, really hard to act like a fuckhead to yourself. Yeah, and once that ball gets rolling, like the momentum gets going, yep. it just snowballs in a good way. Yeah. So I I want to get up early every morning and meditate because after I do it, I'm like, yeah, Emmeline, you are calm. You feel <laughs> calm. Yeah, this is awesome. Like I'm always positively reinforcing things that I do because I want to continue to do them and make them an integral part of who I am and what my routine is. So other things that you can do is if you, for example, write yourself a list and you tick everything off on the list, I quite often will do small little things. Okay, so I'll give you an example. So I had a list of four things that I had to do on Friday and I really didn't want to do them. I couldn't be bothered with the paperwork, but I thought, do you know what? If I just do these four things, I'm going to go and buy myself a coffee from mm, Finch. Yeah. And I'm not going to go and do that until I do these four things. Yeah. So I did it. I did the food prep. I did the invoicing. I did the paperwork. And then I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go get a coffee now. So just really little things. Like you choose how you acknowledge and validate. But something that I want to tell you all as well If you are trying to seek validation and acknowledgement externally, whether it's from a parent, a partner, a friend, a co-worker, a boss, whatever, it will never feel the same. You need to acknowledge yourself. You need to validate yourself. And this is just a little tip that I've learned over the years. Everything that you are wanting to give other people so desperately whether it's love, affection, acknowledgement, validation. If you feel super attached to someone and you're wanting to constantly give them those things and at the end of the day you still feel quite empty, I'll tell you the answer. Everything that you are putting in to those people, you need to then change direction and inject it into yourself. So there was a period of time where a spiritual mentor of mine gave me some advice, which was fucking gold, and I use it all the time. I had a male client at the time about a year ago, and it didn't matter what I did for him. He was never – he never felt good enough. He never felt like he was good enough. 
in general. And I used to try and give him so much reassurance and I used to try and give him just so much, you know, like I would send him so much loving energy and kindness and validation and it didn't matter how much I gave to him, he just still thought he was a piece of shit and it became exhausting for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I don't even know how to deal with this. I don't know what to do. And my spiritual mentor said to me, everything that you are giving to him, turn it around and inject it into yourself and then everything will balance out. Do nothing, be everything, inject all of those things into yourself. And at the time I didn't really understand, but I took a step back from this client, from this little friend of mine, and I started to inject the love, the adoration, the admiration, the validation, the acknowledgement, the calm, the grounding. I injected all of that into myself. And within 24 hours, I felt like a different version of myself. I felt calmer, more whole, more grounded. And everything just sort of balanced and felt less stressful and less frantic. And quite often, if you feel like you're frantic or anxious and you're you know, you're striving for validation from other people. You're striving from you're striving for acknowledgement and love and affection from other people. That's because you're lacking those things within yourself. So the answer is for you to not get more affection from your partner. It's not to get more acknowledgement from your parents. You need to give yourself the acknowledgement, the love, and the affection. Otherwise, you will never feel whole. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is this self acknowledgement and. No one is telling you to boast and advertise your achievements, but be proud of where you are at this point in your journey. Be proud of how far you've come. Yeah, you might not be at the outcome yet. I mean, I'm not at my outcome yet. Yeah, so I've made a business out of my pain. Yeah, so I, you know, have the flexibility of creating the routine, the life and the world that I want, but I'm nowhere near my end game yet. And, but that's okay. I'm proud of where I'm sitting today in this moment based on all of the adversity that I've overcome. And I will never, ever, ever turn down or, you know, tune down my achievements or how far I've come because I'm proud of where I've come from. And even though there are things in my past that have made me feel ashamed, which I'm sure everyone can relate to. Everyone has felt shame and felt ashamed. I don't let it dictate me now. And I'm just proud that I've overcome those things and I'm not that person anymore. And you can be whoever you want to be at any point in time. You just need to acknowledge where you are right now and that where you've come from and your past and your mistakes and your shames they do not dictate who you are. You are not your shame. You are not your pain. You are not your mistakes. You are who you choose to be in this moment. And in this moment, you need to acknowledge and validate who you are right now if you want to move forward. Fuck, that's the motivation. That was actually really, that was gold. I'm ready to go train now. Fuck, that was, yeah, that was gold actually. (laughs) Yeah, all right, Tony Robbins, eat your heart out. Where's the 10X talk invitation? Like, so anyway. Whew, that was a heavy one, but a good one. Mm, that was a good I'm one. Pumped. Yeah, Katie and I are pumped. The weather's shit, but we're pumped yeah. to go and do shit. We don't know what we're going to do. We want to do something, you know. Um, anyway, guys, I hope uh, 
that was helpful and, and motivating and inspiring for you. And thank you for tuning in. As usual, please like us and follow us on. Oh, that Zena, she has just climbed up onto Katie's chair because um, separation anxiety oh, teams. Part of the podcast. That's fine. We should add her in as one of the co-hosts. Actually, we might add her in. Actually, um, follow us on Instagram at the Warrior Project. Please share this podcast if you found it helpful. Please leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcast. Um, But we are also on Spotify and every other podcasting platform. Other than that, if you have any comments or queries or questions, you can message us on The Warrior Project. Otherwise, we will catch you on the next one.